So we have some really sad news. Um, our producer and friend, Lauren, she passed away this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so interesting to even say that because it doesn't feel real mm-hmm. yet. Um, we've spoken about it a lot. Yeah. This has been a really hard thing, obviously, to lose a friend, but also like our closest team member in this, you know, thing that we've grown and are so proud of. Yeah. And had such dreams for. Um, It's really odd. It's just everything about it is really strange. Yeah. We started the podcast with Lauren um, over a year Mm -hmm. ago at this point. And... She was so, such a huge part of Dating Straight, really. She, she made Dating Straight what it is. And we're so grateful for her. And we love her. And we miss her already. Yeah. It's already been, like, so different without her. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to, you know... Remember Lauren and send our love to her family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, she's going to be part of this forever. Forever. We would be nowhere without her. And we will be continuing this podcast every time, you know, being so grateful for her. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better no teammate. Absolutely and, not. So this is like a really big loss for us. Um, but there's no way to like properly, you know, find the words to say about this. Um, but I mean, we just, we love her and that's all we really wanted to say. Yeah. And dedications, you want to? Oh, yeah. I know and you, we you, like, we dedicate dating straight to Lauren. Yeah. I mean, this is... It's her podcast. It's hers. Like... Yeah. It was her first podcast. It's our first podcast. And it's, you know, a big part of our lives and her life. And... um, Yeah. So grateful for her. And so grateful for you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for all... Everything. This is an awesome project and... This is hard, but I'm really glad that we've done this and got to know Lauren. And yeah, that's it. Amy. Hey, Jack. I'm gay. Oh my God, that is so funny. I'm also gay. I was going to tell you. Wait, really? Yeah. And And you're you're listening listening to Dating Dating Straight. We're doing a pre-show, Megan, right now. There is no... Audio only. Yeah, for audio only. So we're going to give you your big intro later, but right now is your medium intro. So hi, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Megan. Hello. So, Megan, I don't know. I mean, 100% you don't recall, and that's actually fine, but (gasps) I met you one time at a VidCon. I was with Alexis. I was thinking about that Earlier. No, you weren't. Earlier today. (laughs) It's not true. No, I'm not kidding. I was thinking about that earlier today. And I was like, I've 
met her somewhere and I thought it was a VidCon. Tell me the rest. Okay, well, get this. <laughs> we were at, also, correct me if I'm wrong in this story, but we were at the hotel bar at VidCon. And right. I do believe <gasps> that I remember Hunter March asking yep. you out on the day. <laughs> I remember exactly. I, I know exactly the day. <laughs> I know what we were did, all wearing. Did you, <laughs> did you say yes? Did you go on this date? Honestly, I had said no at the time, but then Hunter and I did hang out like after the fact. <gasps> oh, Very why cool. did you? Why did you say no? He was just like, not your vibe. I think I was nervous that he was too cute for me. Like, I was like, oh, oh he's too on. good looking. Yeah, oh, what are you my talking God. about? <laughs> you, like, I get <laughs> nervous. Oh, my God. Interesting. You are, <laughs> you are clearly a pretty, pretty lady. <laughs> yeah, it feels so clear to us, but I guess. Yeah, thank but you. But he is cute. He is cute. He is cute. I just get nervous. Yeah. I think I don't like, I don't date often. So I think I, I was like, oh, you don't want that. <laughs> like telling him <laughs> that he doesn't actually want that. I was Wait, just nervous, I think. But then that probably to him was like, cool. I want that even more now, right? Yeah, right. Like, can't have this. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Wait, Amy, didn't yes. you, I think after that night too, you were like, you were like Hunter Marsh <laughs> and I we were like flirting or something. Okay. I am obviously a lesbian, but I was like, ah, like Hunter Marsh is cute. You know? He's but a cute guy. I mean Yeah, but much more suited for you, Megan. <laughs> I just remember you had a lot um, to say about him. Um but anyway, <laughs> wait, you have a lot to say about Hantamash? Is that what you just said? No, I said you did at the time. Oh, you oh. were like. You Sorry, were you like, like keep cutting out. I, me? Don't tell me what I was like, please. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. I'm honestly good on hearing that back. So. Okay. <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah, I remember being like, what a hunk, but, you know. Hunker, March. It was a bad one. Oh, that's good. That's good. We so you hung out and didn't go anywhere. Is that what it is? <gasps> is it, we hunt, the thing is, he is like a real man. Like he's got like a garden and he cooks well. And it's just like, wow. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the right mindset, but I was like, we're like the same person. We're just not mm. like. Are you afraid was, of good things? Is that? <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like that's what's going on. Huh. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, we actually have to talk about that in the main episode. So I feel like Garden and Cooks, well, I mean, that seems, maybe I am interested in Hunter Match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pitching him now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's working. I want someone who has a Garden and Cooks. That's everything. I know. I love it. Mm. Very cool. JD, Very should cool. we get into the show show? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So okay, that so was just going to be audio only. Okay. Fun. Now Secrets. everyone look cute on three. Okay. I'm <laughs> oh, jeez. What kind of cute? <laughs> just, I'm kidding. I mean, I'll spin around. Okay. It's like, what's my, what's my backstory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. 
Hey, Amy. Hey, Jack. Hey, hey Megan. Megan. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Dating Straight. I'm excited. I'm ready. I hate, I think. <laughs> you for seem those nervous. Of you watching, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, you would think that. <laughs> for those of you watching on YouTube, you just missed the audio only pre show, which is actually pretty juicy. So go check it out on Spotify, mm-hmm. podcast app, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. So. And make sure to rate, review, subscribe. We read your reviews. However, you have not been writing them recently. I know there's a lot going on in the world, but you know. But get your priorities straight. (laughs) This is important. Leave a review. Yeah, we all have a minute. Let's leave a review, you know, make us happy. (laughs) Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and also check out our Patreon. We're putting out new newsletters, live streams, and a new episode every month. So check it out. So today we have on Megan Batoon. As we have introduced Woo! like three times now. <laughs> um, so Megan, for those of you who might not know you, can you please explain what you do on the internet or off the internet if you want? <laughs> Ooh, off the internet. Has anyone been like, oh, I'm this person on the internet and then something completely different off the internet? No. No, but, but you, that'd that could be, be really you. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but try it. <laughs> <laughs> but try it. I feel like I'm generally the same person online as I am offline. Probably a little bit more shy offline. Um, but mm-hmm. in a nutshell, I basically am the DIY home renovator girl. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like add more adjectives, but that's really like my main thing right now. And I love it so much. So. Yeah, I noticed that you've been doing that recently. Did you like renovate your entire house during quarantine? Because yeah, that was the vibe. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And honestly, <laughs> like right now, this is not everyone like looking at like my decor. This is not my place behind here. This is uh, I mean, I'm quarantining in Vermont, which is kind of nice because it forced me to be outside of my house. When I was in L.A., I was just I would open my eyes and then look at all the walls and be like, hate all of it. Let's change it up. And that was like pretty unhealthy for someone that never relaxes. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Uh, to me, that sounds like sounds kind of it sounds good it sounds like something to do every day the rest of us are just watching reruns of dance moms and that's i'm i'm the rest of us yeah (laughs) i think it seems like you're a counterpart for as we mentioned in our pre-show a man who cooks and has a garden so (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i took quarantine to like train myself to be and, and not to like make this you know ancient times, but like I'm wifing myself up so that I can just be uh-huh. ready for my next stage of life. Like I'm getting there. Like TikTok. Nice. The next person I date, we're going to marry each other. Uh-huh. Different type of <gasps> Do TikTok. Do you think so? Wait, TikTok, I I'm, I so. you guys are cutting out a little bit. <laughs> so Uh-oh. I'm getting bits and pieces, but I had the next person I date, I'm going to marry. And now I'm excited. I hope so. I mean, I don't know. You, I can't really, really make a statement like that, of course, because anything can happen. Sure. But like sure. the reason why I haven't gotten into a relationship since my last one four years ago is because it's like, is this really worth it? And it hasn't been. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't think I'll get into one unless I think it might be worth it. Wow. 
yeah. date to marry. I mean, that's, that's the yeah. only thing that makes sense. Date to yeah. marry, he says. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're into so, that. Let's get into our ketchup. Ketchup, ketchup. <laughs> There's no song for that. Anyway. Oh, my ketchup. We do like a little ketchup of the week. So this week I have been reading. It's called White Fragility because I want to know why it is so difficult and uncomfortable for me personally to talk about race. And uh, it's because... That why people are trained to feel that way, which is devastating. But hopefully, I can unlearn these behaviors so I can have like more constructive conversations about race instead of just like kind of not knowing what to say or saying staying silent or being afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing. Because if you can't talk about the problem, then you can't work towards solving the problem. Yeah, so it's just all about that. And it's really, really interesting. I'm like about halfway through and I feel like I'm learning a lot of good stuff. So pick it up if you're interested, if you feel like the same way that I feel. Yeah. Anyway, that's my catch up of the week. That is a I good catch up. It. it is a good catch up. I think you're Thank totally right. I think we as white people don't know how to have that conversation without like feeling like... I don't know. It's hard to bring up, but it must be mm. brought up. We all have our unconscious biases. We have to address them. If you don't address them, you're not addressing the problem. So good job, Amy. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> There's a, start. a point. I always knew that uh, people saying like, I don't see color. I always knew that that was bad, but I, I didn't know why. And it's because it just like diminishes the whole you know, like the black experience. And it's just like a conversation ender instead of a conversation starter. Mm -hmm. Zero, I, yeah, I'm really interested in working on being a better ally. Mm -hmm. Good on you. I love that. Okay, well, my update is mostly about, oh, update, Actually, it's mine is more Ew. about coronavirus because I went, obviously we can't be dating around right now. Stay home, stay safe, keep yourself, you know, keep yourself safe, keep your family safe. But I did mm. go on a coronavirus, well, it's not a coronavirus date. It's a socially distant <laughs> <laughs> date. A few days ago, we went to the park, stayed six feet apart, had a little picnic, ate dinner. Cute. Yeah, it was really cute. I would highly recommend it, actually, for anyone who feels like, oh. I don't know, trapped inside. And even though we couldn't, like, kiss, and yes, I would have liked to, like, it's still nice to, like, meet with someone. And, like, I almost felt like the conversation was more interesting because we had to make it interesting. So, yeah. Yes. What food Absolutely. did you bring? <laughs> I <laughs> I picked up sushi. Did you bring food for both of you or yeah, just yeah. food for you each bring your own food? No, no, I brought food for both of us because I'm a good man. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I spilled beer all over my blanket. There was a lot of ups and oh, downs, no. but it was in the end <laughs> a positive experience. <laughs> in which a positive experience and I will remain Coronavirus negative. Very nice. Besides. <laughs> <laughs> but how many how many socially distant dates 
are you going like like what if you're really interested in this person and then the coronavirus lasts another what like year and a half or whatever <gasps> like, I'm, what are you gonna do i'm taking it day by day okay you're like, right you're right you're right, you're right. <laughs> if i fall in love from afar i'll figure that out when it needs wow. to be figured out so that'd be so interesting yeah. was this a first day yeah it was a first date and it was my first date in like six months obviously and you know what? I still got it. Like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still pretty cool. I would love to date me. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's everything. <laughs> that um, should be okay. everyone's goals. Yeah. Yeah, right? Thank you. Be Take like, it from I still me. got it. <laughs> um, so, Megan, you just had us on your podcast. Yes. Yesterday. So how did we do? Did you miss us? <laughs> I honestly, think about us? Was, <laughs> I was so excited that I was doing this today. I was like, I get to see them again because you guys are so sweet and sweet. fun and funny. And I feel like when people come on my podcast, it's almost like, hey, you guys ready for therapy? And I feel like I should tell people <laughs> that it like gets really deep. <laughs> honestly, yeah, it, yeah, it was it really did. deep. Yeah. Like instantly. this is not that. <laughs> that's good that's good and that, like I mentioned yeah. yesterday I was like we have like the duality or like you know going through the full spectrum of like deep mm -hmm. and not and it's I don't know I it started the podcast with it being comedy forward and then just as the questions started coming in it was like oh people want like real stuff from real people mm -hmm. even people that they think aren't really real you know like when people watch people yeah. on YouTube it's like oh they're not full people or they don't have real jobs and all these things. And so, yeah, it skews a little bit more serious. So thank you for being good sports on it. I should have said something before we started. No, no worries. I honestly like have kind of a, I don't know if it's a, I, I just, I hate being serious online for some reason. Mm. I don't know, Jack was, cause I, when, okay. So you sent the questionnaire thing and I called Jack and I was like, Megan sent a questionnaire, like giving like, what's your tip for the listeners? And I called Jack like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. I, I'm not, I, and he, and Jack was like, it's okay to be serious sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really interesting. I don't think that we'd really do that super much on our podcast. Am I wrong? Yeah. I don't know. Am I being um, serious sometimes and don't even notice? <laughs> I think I think we definitely are more comedy forward, but um, I don't know. I think I'm I it's it's hard to be serious sometimes. It's like uncomfortable sometimes to sit in that silence and also, mm -hmm. you know, take yourself seriously. I think it's really hard to like say serious things and feel like, you know, you're not being cringy. <laughs> um, yeah, but. I don't know. I think it's important. So I'm glad we got to do that. I think we probably don't do it as much on our podcast. But, you know, Amy, don't don't say that about yourself. We can all be. What, what I we say can all myself? be serious. <laughs> you are serious. You are perfectly serious. Oh, OK. <laughs> perfectly serious. OK. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like that, though. I like um, it's kind of like exclusive, though. So you guys are comedy for it. And then you come onto my podcast and it's like, ooh, like I, I remember like looking at every 
comedian's interview they've ever done online. And then once I found, I think I found one of Bo Burnham being like super serious and kind of not nihilistic, but like definitely not idealistic. And I was like, oh, he's more than what I think he is. And so I think that's so exciting when people come on the podcast that are usually all comedy and it's like, oh, we get this like little corner that, you know, we haven't like seen in, in quite some time. And so I think it's a little treat for people. Yeah. So thanks for having us. Do you have like a catch up to share? We know that you've been alone for two weeks, is it? (laughs) It's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be tough. It was tough Mm. for like the first couple days. I haven't watched TV in so long, which is crazy to say. I've just been like sewing a ton. I lugged my sewing machine all the way across the Okay. Yeah, I love it. It's super mindful. <laughs> That's I, I literally, I mean, just like work and that and um, and learning French. I'm watching a bunch. I don't watch TV, but sometimes I'll watch Netflix um, movies in French without the subtitles and just try and figure wow. out what's going on. <laughs> Big moves by Megan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. I mean, I was, I was alone for the, the first two weeks of quarantine because I thought I had coronavirus. (laughs) I think we probably all have. That's what I think. But Jack keeps telling me that I didn't have it. And I'm like, you aren't me. How would you know if I had coronavirus? (laughs) Well, we had the same sickness. And I don't think I I had had all of the coronavirus symptoms. So riddle me that, Jack Dodge. (laughs) So anyway, I took it upon myself. Also, no one wanted to see me for two weeks. So I just stayed in my apartment for two weeks and it was traumatic. Like, oh my goodness. I was riddled with anxiety the whole time. So very impressive that you're like doing super well. (laughs) Congrats. Something to think about. Thank you so much. I will uh, get my certificate after the recording. No, I think it's like, it's only two weeks. So I think since there was a deadline of it, it wasn't like, how long is this going to last? You know, how we all are, like, how long is the world going to last like this? But I'm only here Mm -hmm. in this place for two weeks. So I'm like, if it's, if I'm having a bad time, then just I'll go to sleep and it'll be one day closer to not being here. But it's been fine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's good. That's how I also look at it. Like at like 8 p.m. Sometimes I'm like, all right, let's pop a melatonin. Days over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no being awake anymore. But yeah. every time I think about going back to Australia, I just know that. Okay. So when you get to Australia, police pick you up from the airport and they take you immediately to a hotel and they put you in a hotel room and they have guards outside the door. So you are not allowed to leave for two weeks. Like in hotels, you can't really? even crack a window open. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm like, well, even if I want to go visit, then I don't want to be alone like that for two weeks. Cause I did that already and it was trash. So, <laughs> so you're stuck I'll here. Get a, yeah. Maybe I'll get a sewing kit and learn some French. <laughs> 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 that's um, the survival guide yeah <laughs> yeah or maybe like knowing that it's only two weeks instead of before when I was like what if I'm here alone for a year you know maybe yeah. that's the difference yeah. the difference of it all yeah well 
Do it, Amy. What? <laughs> go go live your truth. What? You want to be out of here? No, I think, but I think you want, you would enjoy being out of here. I would enjoy being out of here. So yeah, it's honestly really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's take a moment to pause and let's thank you to our sponsors. I could not say that properly. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Purple, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You know, Jack, you can throw some bedding on any old thing and call it a mattress. So true. <laughs> and pillow. But what sets Purple apart is the unique Purple Grid that really just like adapts to your body and your sleep style. And yeah, yeah. need I say more? The mattress has over 1,800 open air channels like you can see um, with Amy that are designed to neutralize body heat. So you never get too hot, never get too cold. Um, and they mm -hmm. have a cooling effect that other mattresses just can't replicate. Don't even try other mattresses. Don't even try. Um, so I've been playing with this purple grid for a little while now. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all listening on podcasts, they send me like this cute little purple grid and it's so easily adaptable. Like it, it shows that on places like your back, it provides the support, but then it does have a little give when like on your hips or your shoulders, which mm -hmm. is perfect. Mm -hmm. And they've also introduced pillows to provide neck and head comfort as well. So Purple's got it all. And you're always on the cold side of the pillow. And what's better than that? Oh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> you can try every Purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns. Wow. What's better than that? And Purple has financing available as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. So experience the Purple Grid and you'll sleep like never before. Mwah. Go to purple.com slash dating10 and use promo code dating10. For a limited time, you'll get 10% off any order of over $200 or more. That's purple.com slash dating10, promo code dating10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. Thanks, Purple. We're also sponsored by Dipsy, which has <gasps> been a fan favorite among And okay, they're Jack kind of connected if you think about it. Oh, that's so connected. You're so right. Um, so Dipsy, we, we take care of our mental health. We take care of our physical health. But you definitely also need to be taking care of your sexual health, especially now. I feel like it's easy to kind of forget about that. But they all really work together to make you a healthy being. Yeah, and we want to make sure you take care of your whole self. <laughs> Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions that are designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. The stories are relatable and immersive and also very inclusive. So you'll find whatever you're looking for. <laughs> and I think that it's a really cool service because it guides you through it, but you still like can use your imagination. Mm -hmm. So... Which you can't do usually if you're, you know, watching something, streaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is a great product. And so do you guys. You guys actually have commented loving Dipsy. I've used it. And um, without getting too in depth, it was a good time. Please don't. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> also, Gypsy uploads um, new content every week, so there's always more to explore. There are stories about a spontaneous hookup with a stranger, getting closer with your favorite um, sexy yoga instructor, anything you can think about. So... Listeners of our show, because we love you so much, and so does Dipsy. Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straight. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy, that's D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash straight. Dipsystories.com slash straight. There's no reason not to try it. It's free, baby. Thanks, Dipsy. Okay. So, Megan, we mm. know that you're in Vermont and you didn't bring your camera. Are you like are you going to keep making videos? What's your what's your plan with videos? Uh, well, I go on a travel show. <laughs> I'm like, what can I say? I'm like going mentally through my NDA. Um, I'm going <laughs> on a job for 6 months, so I'm not going to be shooting any videos when I'm on the road. So I've stockpiled wow. everything in quarantine. So I've really not oh, relaxed yet. my God. It's been what? a You've journey. made six months of videos? Yes, babe. I have. Wow. <laughs> That's iconic. And, and I do home videos. So I've like every video is me redoing an entire room. So, like, not only is my mind tired, my hands are tired. I'm achy. How many I'm just rooms like, do you have in your house? <laughs> I just keep doing the same ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's that's really impressive. Thanks. I cannot imagine. Yeah. I, are you I, still I, enjoying wow. YouTube? Because I feel like I would hate it after that. <laughs> that's what's so difficult because I love doing home stuff, but I don't love the setting up the camera and, you know, like figuring out all the stuff, but I just like want to do the thing and you can't have a camera crew right now. I also love filming alone. So it's just like, that's the other side of the coin of like the give and the take. So I'm having a good time making stuff, but the actual filming of it, it takes me out of the mindfulness of actually doing the renovation. So you gotta, you gotta have it. Wow. And you post like every week? Every other week. Okay. That's still so many damn videos. I'm like still trying to process this. In my, I haven't posted a video in, in like two months. So I'm like, cannot oh. imagine making 12 videos all at once. Oh my God. That sounds like dessert. Like not posting in two months sounds like a vacation that I, oh my God, <laughs> I'm saving up for. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I just got to a place where I was like, I would rather wait until I'm like gagging to post again. Because there have been so many moments in my life that I can think back on being like, I was obsessed with making videos. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. And especially in quarantine, because I usually do like post with friends or like Jack films a lot of my videos as well like it's just so I'm just not the YouTuber to you know sit in front of my camera and make a video kind of like that so yeah. it was it just didn't fit my style so I'm taking time off oh, <laughs> I love that love that for you yeah but Jack just started posting again <gasps> yay yep. 
how's oh my that God, you're feeling? too excited. <laughs> I was um, like... <laughs> Well, I have been posting videos that are, like, very much what I'm feeling now. Like, I don't know. I, I, I've i made a lot of videos in my lifetime. And what I've decided is, like, I'm 23 now, which is not that old. But I'm, like, you know, it's time to start figuring out who I really am. And it's hard to do that when you're posting a video every week that is not finding that. It's not... Like, I'm not growing as a person through my videos. So I'm trying to mostly just make space for myself to grow, talk about, like, my fears and the future and, I don't know, just my ethics and things like that. And it's been really nice. Like, I feel like I know myself better. So... I wish I was there when I was 23. I feel like I, I didn't have any of those thoughts until I was maybe 27. Like, I'm yeah, very... my head is empty. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like my head is empty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we know that you mentioned earlier that you haven't dated really in four years because you are <laughs> It sounds to marry. crazy when you say it like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Nope. I, those were your words. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I should stop saying that. I, I, no, I have dated, but I just haven't like locked it down. I feel like I'm always in my past relationship when I'm in my current one. Does that make sense? Like I'm no, in a relationship. Please elaborate. <laughs> I, I guess I'm like casually dating someone, and unless I'm super engulfed in that relationship, then I'm thinking about a past relationship of being like, oh, I could have, I don't know, done a better job at X, Y, and Z or comparing the, the bad parts or the good parts, like the things that I'm not okay. proud to say that I do, um, which is probably yeah. why I'm not in a relationship because that doesn't do anyone any favors. You know, it's not good for me. It's not good for the person that's trying to date me. It has nothing to do with the person that I broke up with. So like, why am I doing it? <laughs> you know? They're haunting you. We just did an episode about um haunting and ghosts and i think we're getting into the again but in a different way oh my god i think that it's it's fair enough for you to be like oh well i i preferred like this over i don't know like i prefer like this quality you're just like taking everything that you've been through and just deciding like what you want to what pieces you want to keep i think that's fine it's important yeah, like, to analyze everything about you and your past. But instead of like taking little bits and pieces of what we did like in our old relationships and Frank inviting them together into this ideal person, I feel like what's more productive is to go like, here are the sticky points. Here's what I won't accept anymore. Here's what won't work for me. Here's what I can improve on. And then it's it's weird because they say like, don't fixate on the bad stuff, but in a relationship and like after relationship, I feel like, think of the good parts. Yes, hold them close to your heart. But then really, truly kind of like investigate the bad parts so that you can get to the other side of that and then learn how to address it in the future relationships. You know? Yeah, for sure. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I feel like instead of, yeah, instead of like when you're dating someone, comparing them to the past person, it's more important to... Um, I don't know, compare like the experience of dating, not the actual people. And like, is the experience of dating this person as, you know, 
fulfilling? Am I fulfilled? And, um, but not actually being like, I didn't like that this person um, drinks milk. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right yeah, now. What? I don't know I what you're saying it. either. I lost it, you guys. I'm overheating. The lights in my room right now are oh, no. hot and I'm sweating. <laughs> it, it's very hot over here too. No, but I know what you're saying though. I, I think that like on the tip of taking the experience as a whole instead of different qualities, you could be like, oh, I, that person taught me that I could think in a way that I never thought before. Or that person... Uh, showed me how deeply I could love, you know, like I feel mm -hmm. like the mm -hmm. taking the experiences is, is better than taking the fact that they don't drink milk. Yeah. See, that was the <laughs> same thing. It's just, uh, I was dumbing it down, you know, making it more digestible. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of sounds to me like you might be kind of like a heartbreaker. It, am I wrong? <laughs> because I feel like, like, how are you going on just a few dates with these men? Are you ghosting? Are you being like, hey, I'm actually not really interested? <laughs> like, what's, what's that experience like? I feel like I'm currently not intentionally ghosting someone right now. But if this was a oh. quarantine date. Yeah, I went on a first date quarantine date. And I don't date often. So like, I met someone on a dating app uh, and we were talking. I was like, oh, he's funny. Great, great, great. Um, and then I just, I think I work so much to where I think I need someone that's also hyperactive. Otherwise, I would get really bored. And I fear that if this goes any f longer than one date that we had, that I'll just, <laughs> I'll be instantly bored. And so I get, I don't know if that's a heartbreaker status, but I do, I definitely yeah. need to. Cut it off. <laughs> That's so heartbreaker status. So you would just like, <laughs> is he just, <laughs> is he just texting you to hang out again? Does he, and, and you're just too busy to reply? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I mean, well, we tried to do a FaceTime date and my internet is so janky here that we, it barely worked. We we both had like a, a drink. He had um, a white claw that I'd brought over and then I got whatever, some rosé from a bodega here bodega i'm in vermont from a country store <laughs> and then we, we we had the intention of being on facetime and then drinking our drinks respectively and maybe like three minutes into the facetime first of all we had nothing to talk about and then my internet was going out so then i was just like i didn't even drink the rest of my drink i was like this isn't even worth it so i just like poured it out literally pour <sighs> one out for the ones we've lost like yeah that's that was it. And so I guess I'm, yeah, today I'm too busy to reply, but I guess tomorrow I'll have to face my fears. Oh my <laughs> and God. Just be Wait, like, so this hey. is happening today? Yeah. Wow. It's like, this is current news. <laughs> These are current events from Vermont. Yeah. So you just mm -hmm. had nothing to talk about and you were like, oh, my internet. It's like, <laughs> you do that thing where you pretend like you're freezing. It's like, uh, oh, gotta go. <laughs> That's wow. hilarious. Yeah, luckily the internet was kind of anti-wingmanning me. Um, mm. well, I guess wingmanning my actual desires, which was to go to bed instead of be on that FaceTime. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think I need to be highly stimulated mentally in order to be there with someone. And I just wasn't. Got it. Yeah. So like yeah. over the past four years, do you meet most of the people that you date like via 
uh, like social media or from dating apps or how do you go about that? I think mainly it's mutual friends. Like in the comedy circuit, there's always just like guys around. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I need to make it sound like, hey, there's a man, like I'm going to go for him. But there's always like available kind of like nerdy, awkward guys. And that's like my thing. And so me too. Oh my yeah? God. Yeah. Oh my God. We have the same yes. type. They're the best. Oh, they're the best. I'm serious. I don't know why I like it, but I like it. <laughs> Dude, like if so, they can spit out a fact of history or something nerdy, I'm like, oh, <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it is truly the goal. The issue that I'm running into lately is that they're all taken, uh, which seems to also be my type. And so I just have to like instantly <gasps> mute because I'm not going to do any of that. It's awful. Mm-hmm. The good Why ones. Not? Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> have you dated YouTubers? Because I was looking on your channel and I was trying to figure out if you had or if it was like kind of clickbait around. But have you? <laughs> um, I date YouTuber. No, but like YouTube adjacent, like I've dated dancers that were big on YouTube. I've dated comedians or hosts that had a YouTube channel, but like straight up like story time YouTuber. No. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is that like, like dating someone who's also in the same field that you're in? I don't know. I think about that all the time. Like if that's something that I want or if that's something that I don't want anymore, because I think I would want someone that knows about the world and kind of the industry and my job and the cadence of what we do, but not someone that maybe does the exact same thing because I don't know. That's such an interesting question because I did really like collaborating with the people that were, had a presence online, but at the same time, like when you're in this world, it's really easy to just think of this world and almost put YouTube before living. I remember when I used to vlog often, I would think of what the video would be versus what I wanted to do. And I would think like, oh, this would be better for the video because it makes life look better. Or like this, I would have more fun if I did this, the video would be more fun to watch. But some of the days when you don't want to do that, then it's like, oh, you're forcing yourself and you have like this internal battle. So in saying that, I think that if someone did exactly what I did, I think it would just be too much of the same thing without a break. Mm-hmm. It's like being with someone every like second of the day and then being at the dinner table being like, how was your day? And they're like, yeah, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack is very against dating anyone who works from home, which honestly like he you make sense Wait, to me. No, no, that's honey, not honey. that's not what I I'm not saying that. I'm saying What? I'm saying one person can work from home, but mm, not both yeah, yeah. people can work from home, I think because um or mm. if even if one works from home, if they have like an office, that's fine, but like being around each other 24/7 like takes away the times that, it makes the time you have less special when you are with them. Like, mm-hmm. like you don't get your, you know, dinners that are nice to be around each other because you've already had lunch and breakfast and snacks together. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I just think, I don't know, spending some time apart through working and then reconvening is very healthy. 
Yeah. yeah. Also, like, how did you navigate? I mean, like, because because there's the in, the breakup, and I almost said inevitable break, inevitable breakup. <laughs> but that's just my my pessimism, and I'm I think that nothing lasts forever anyway. So, um, <laughs> like, it's how because. <laughs> the like the comments that you get like how did you navigate that oh. like did you have to make a video being like we broke up or some sort of twitter notes app moment <laughs> what was no that matter like what, if i if i see a twitter screenshot or a notes app screenshot on twitter i'm reading that no matter what yeah. it is yeah. it feels so intimate oh yeah. i love it <laughs> but no, I've never made like a we broke up all lowercase letters in the title Aww. video. I've never sure. done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then like how, because the people get so invested in your mm-hmm. relationship. Like how, how do you address that? I honestly don't think I even did. The one time that I had a very public relationship, everybody was in my mentions for so long being like, we deserve to know because you've let us in. Ugh. And I was like, terrible. Yeah, I did let you in, but like, deserve? Like, I'm yeah. grieving right now. Like, if you guys are yeah. hurting, imagine me. Like, I, this yeah. was my life. Um, and so we didn't say anything actually online ever. And then it finally fizzled out. He got a new relationship. And any of my, uh, like, after relationships, it was just like a, a point that we wouldn't put it online because of that. And I remember dating one other person that was on YouTube and that was his sticking point. He was like, I want to be able to post whatever I want, whatever I want of us. I want to be able to show people our love. I want to be able to share this. And I was like, nah, can't do it, which is probably (laughs) me being like, oh, I'm not over this last relationship. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I was just like, um, I think I've never been fully ready for another relationship until now. Which is crazy because I've been like casually dating and in between that, it's like, oh, you casually dating, speaking about myself, is not giving myself enough time to do the inner work and the self-work to make it, to make it, me, good enough (laughs) for me for the next thing. You know, I've got to like figure out, I've got to like check this part off the list. I've got to defeat this Bowser of me before I can be the princess of the next level. LOL Nintendo. Okay, Mario. (laughs) Who's going to be your Mario? (laughs) No, I Um, need a Luigi. We both need a Luigi. Oh, yeah. He's hotter, honestly. He's he's tall and skinny and probably nerdy. Um, I don't know anything about video games. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You did say also that... um, on your podcast, I think, or no, after your podcast, you had spoken about how like you never bring anyone home to mama and papa. Um, <laughs> and huh. um, I don't know, you obviously, I think, clearly value like what your parents think. So can you tell us about like um, bringing people home to your parents and what that's like? Because I've never done it. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I feel like once you bring someone home, that's like, we did it. You know, like for some reason, I feel like that is the seal, the deal. Like that's, that's equivalent to an engagement ring for me personally. And I know that's not the same for everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's so serious. Also because I live in LA and my parents live in Florida, it would be a whole thing in order to get someone over there. Yeah. And I don't know. It just feels like 
if it's not, if I don't feel within my bones that this could be everything, then it's like, oh, save our money. You know, like this is, this is going to be a $500 round trip. It plus like whatever familial drama is going to be happening at the time. Like you don't need to know all my life mm-hmm. unless you're going to sign up for all of my life. Have you ever lived with a partner before? Mm-hmm. Have you? I have. But but it was like more so out of necessity than like if either of us were ready for it necessarily. Me you know too. I mean? Yeah, I was eighteen. That's not the way to do so it. So, like, no. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Yeah. And how long were you <laughs> yeah. with that person for? I think I was with him for maybe a year and a half. He, I thought I, I mean, I definitely thought I loved him. He's the first person that I've ever slept with. So I was like, "You're the one." And then mm-hmm, turns out he mm-hmm. was not the one. Um, but we, yeah, it was out of necessity. My parents had moved, and they're like, "If you want to stay in Florida and do this whole dance thing," before I did. YouTube and DIY stuff. I was a dancer. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. And the only way that I can do that is to move in with my boyfriend. And it was awful. I mean, I ended up being like his caretaker and mother and assistant. And it was like, it was not good. Wow. And 18 is also so young to be living with a significant other. It's so young to do anything, honestly. (laughs) I wasn't a human (laughs) when I was 18. I didn't know any of that. Um, so you like even lived with someone and they didn't meet your parents? Weren't your parents like, hey, I want to oh. meet this person that you're living with? They met, her- yeah, they met him. But anybody oh, okay. after that, I don't think they met. I th- I wow. remember dating one guy, the, the, one of the YouTube guys. And I think it was like, maybe like one or two months into dating. He was like, I want to meet your dad. And I was like, LOL, that's not going to happen <laughs> unless we're dating for like two more years. Wow. So That's you had crazy. like walls, walls, walls. What <laughs> <laughs> it totally sounds like to me. And that's coming yeah. from someone with walls. So. That's my Destiny's I, Child first single. It's not Bills, Bills, Bills. <laughs> it's walls, walls, walls. <laughs> That's really good. Like, I don't know. I don't have a follow up. I don't have a question for that. I was just, a, I, I guess. I actually do have a follow up question. Yeah. Um, well, so. I don't mean this in a mean way at all. I'm sure you won't take it that way, but I want to preface this. Give it to some me. people might get offended okay. by it. But you are almost 30. And I feel like a lot of, like, there's a lot of societal pressure and a lot of people I know, like, you know, I have a lot of friends who are 30 and they're starting to, like, worry about never finding the one because you expect, you know, in your 30s to finally have that person. Do you feel that way? Or um, are you pretty confident going into your 30s as a you know, single and independent woman? I think I don't care yet. Like, I I feel like I'll maybe start caring maybe when I'm, like, 32. But the thing is, I don't know. It's it's so different also moving from a small town. Where are you guys from? San Diego. I'm from Sydney. No small towns here. No small towns. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, not a small town. Like... Back in a small town, everyone gets married when they're, what, like, 22, have kids by 25, and it's usually their high school sweetheart from my small town. And so Mm -hmm. I always thought that that was the timeline, and I think the reason why I don't care is because I have not given myself a timeline anymore, because in this industry, like, in entertainment, there kind of is no timeline. 
Uh, and I, I feel like that's bled into my dating life. Also, the fact that I'm really discovering all of this stuff about myself that I never was able to before when I was in and out of other relationships, casual, serious, or otherwise, it was like, I wasn't getting to do the self work that being truly, truly single now has allowed me. And I also don't think I would have gotten to this point had I not been 29. So it's like a cocktail of all of these elements that have made me be in this position to where I'm like, no, nah, I don't really care. The only thing that's going to, you know, really scientifically be an issue is the fertility. So, mm-hmm. you know, but we'll start worrying There's about ways that around later. that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I've got like blind faith. I think that I'll find someone. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Manifest that. But also I think that LA is such a different timeline. Cause also everyone in Sydney, like all my friends are married or pregnant and I'm like over here, absolutely very, very far away from any of that. And I just think it's just like a completely different life path that we have chosen to take and which is like equally mm. as valid mm-hmm. totally or whatever yeah megan i also wanted to ask you so you mentioned you're a dancer and i wanted to know about like the I, there's got to be so much love drama in the dance community because <laughs> when you pick a dance partner like that must be like asking them out or like do you fall for each other <laughs> accidentally when you're like in their arms and they're dipping you backwards you know what i mean yeah no sometimes that happens like yeah it's it's scary because dance is so sexual in in general because you're speaking with your body if you have a dance partner you're like trusting them the i think the most intimate that you can be is not just like with movement but it's with your ideas because when you trust someone enough to to be like do you like this and then like like doing the weirdest thing with your body is such a vulnerable state and so anytime I collaborate with someone, it's really like we're uh, we're going to go down a little journey together. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely shifty when either someone has another partner, like a life partner, not just a dance partner. Ooh. And you're like, "Ooh, like you're cute and you can lift me and like, oh, spin me and make me dizzy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's all fine and well. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's fine and well until after rehearsal and it's like, oh, that was just make-believe. You're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Is it like so hot? Like, like having a crush. Have you ever had a crush on a dance partner and it's just like the best thing in the whole world? Oh my God. I've only had a crush on one dance partner and we ended up dating and it was the best thing in the whole world. But that's, I think another problem is like, I used to date people that I was fans of before I met. And I don't think that's healthy because you have preconceived notions of what you think they are. And everyone is a little bit different than they are online. They just are. It is like no matter who you are, when you, a camera's put on you, something in your body just changes a little bit. And so, and we also choose what to put online. You know what I mean? Like podcasts are a little bit more free flowing because you can't really fully edit everything out. So you're getting a, more of a glimpse of the real person. But I feel like YouTube videos, especially dance videos, like highly produced. And so I was making up a bunch of stuff about anyone that I was a fan of before. Um, and sometimes I was delightfully surprised. And sometimes I was like, huh, you are also human. 
which was nice. <laughs> yeah. I know that Amy um, and I have talked about this before, sort of along the same lines of like, would you ever date a fan? But I think like you pointed out, sort of a better question to a fan would be like, why would you ever want to date someone that you're a fan <laughs> of? Because they are not going to be the same person that you think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Isn't true. A saying that says like, don't don't meet your idols. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> sounds there like is. it is. There is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, should we get into some advice? Sure. We're gonna answer your advice questions now. I'm going to read the first one because it's short and I love that. All right. (laughs) Hey, guys, how do I casually date? Oh, my God, this is perfect for you. Uh, Everyone I meet on Tinder, I end up being just friends with. I'm super friendly and give a friend vibe. I need to learn how to flirt. How do I become more flirtatious coming from someone who isn't super comfortable with their appearance right now? Thank you so much. Mm. Oh, my God. Who's the best flirt here? Amy, thousand percent. No, yeah. no, yes. yes, no. What are your tips? I don't have flooding tips. I literally, I don't talk to people. I don't know what Jack. <laughs> Jack's the one who goes on three dates a week usually. <gasps> so, and you're also the one who just said that, like, you still got it. So, give us some, some of that advice. You did say Personally, that. I would like, I would like to defend myself. Three dates a week is. <laughs> Definitely an exaggeration. Um, <laughs> you sometimes go on two dates a day, so oh that can't God. be that no, much. No, that is not true. I'm tired of true. setting this record straight. It's not it's sometimes. True. It was one time. No, Jack. One, Jack, one time. I swear it was no. at least two. At no. least all no. three, baby. No. Well, <laughs> I, if I recall, a thing that you just said to me earlier is, you ain't me. So I am me. <laughs> so I can, I know. Wow, you're right. I okay. ain't you. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> back to the matter at hand. Yeah, flatting tips. I think Flirting. be yourself. We've said this no. a number of times. Yes, be yourself. Did That's you a say, great start. But did you say be yourself no? <laughs> <laughs> did I, I say no? Did you say no? I don't <laughs> I think know. You said no. I said no. <laughs> I didn't mean, no, I mean, because uh, yes, be yourself, but, but they're saying that they're super friendly and they give a friend vibe. So they are being themselves. So, so, so we need to try something different. Okay. (laughs) I have the one. I know it. That's why I I remember (laughs) we've said this before and it's straight from Shan Booty, but the eye, the eye up and down thing. It's where you look at their eyes. Then yeah, you look down at their body. Then you look up and then you look away. And <gasps> it's the perfect thing. And you ha- you must try it. And <gasps> you will get... You just did it and you... Gasped. I feel sexy <laughs> doing it. I was like, oh, I'm flirting with myself. Oh. <laughs> but, but I think that they're meeting people on Tinder. How are you going to do that on Tinder? Send them pictures. Send a video. Watch the camera. <laughs> <laughs> figure one. Really figure funny. two. Figure three. Yeah. I think so that funny. also a good like lesbian flirting tip. Don't know if you're a lesbian, but if you are, um, a good lesbian flirting tip is to be like, what's your co-star? And then be like, <gasps> are we compatible? And then play the little like, are we compatible game? Because mm-hmm. then it's clear that you're interested in them, not True. just a friend vibe, in True. my opinion. 
Oh, a friend so. of mine said to compliment something small that you normally wouldn't notice. Is that okay? Something? Yeah. That sounds yeah. spicy. <laughs> like a little hair yeah. clip or like a tiny little like nails or something. I think if you can be in person, a laugh and a touch on the knee is king. Yes. Oh, that's everything. Yes. So true. Everything. That is uh, what I would do for a laugh <laughs> and a touch on, on the knee right now. It's too much. But Oh, my God. But I also think going back to your... um your compliment thing. I know it's much easier to compliment someone like what they're wearing, but I think complimenting someone like, mm. oh, I love your hair or your smile or any or like, body part. Are you also pretty? Yeah. Like that? that goes way further than like, I love your outfit. Like to me. Right. Yes. That's a friend vibe. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you're like, you're so pretty, then that's not a friend vibe. No. So we gave some great tips just there. <laughs> just a tip just a tip um, <laughs> who a tip. wants to go next I will go next okay hey girlies <laughs> I've never been interested <laughs> hey. in dating and well being a listener of your podcast since it started it definitely changed my perspective on it for a minute I thought I wanted to give it a try because I saw how it could add something positive or even just a little flavor to my life my life was dry and I needed a little <laughs> flavor oh I messed that up but you know then I realized I didn't want to involve anyone like that in my life. I kept ghosting every girl that was willing to go out with me. I'm happily a virgin emotionally. <laughs> the issue is I'm in my early 20s. I feel the pressure now because dating seems like it's a big part of everyone's lives. I don't like how weird it is to others that I've never given it a chance. I guess I'm not that unique. It's just that I've never met someone like me. I genuinely believe people dated only because they were bored and I couldn't see the point in it when I was younger. I used to not care, but now it makes me seem like there's something seriously, or I feel like it makes me seem like there's something seriously wrong with me. And I hate that it does so much. I'm getting, it's getting hard to navigate life like that. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with not dating. Yes, queen. I also don't really, um, don't really go on a bunch of dates. So, I mean, if y'all weird, I'm weird. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Hmm. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's weird, especially in your young 20s. I mean, I'm, I guess, in my young 20s and I've never had a boyfriend, as we famously know. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um... I mean, I definitely date, but like, I don't know. Clearly, you and I are probably have the same amount of experience with actual relationships. So don't be too hard on yourself because one day, if you decide you do want to be in a relationship, there's like no behind or ahead. Like everyone's at their own pace. So just like whatever. Yeah. Do you yeah. I, I, yeah, I truly feel like being 20, especially and not having the distraction of dating because in your early 20s, I feel like dating is a distraction unless you're learning something about yourself. Here's mm -hmm. the real kicker is that you don't have to be in a romantic relationship with somebody else to work on your relationship with yourself. So like mm -hmm. that's always available and not boring. <laughs> so like <laughs> if you don't want to date other people, cool. There's nothing wrong with that. If people make you feel bad about them, about that, then like they get them out of your life. You don't need that energy. Mm -hmm. But like they don't get you. They don't get you. But you know who does get you? You. And you have to get yourself. Mm. You're you're stuck with yourself. 
and you get yourself mm-hmm. at the same time. So you're good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wow, Megan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I liked that answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to read the sad one? Okay. First of all, I want to say that I love, love, love your show. It is hilarious and extremely informative. Also, being to watch a dating advice show that I can actually relate to means so much, especially as a young queer girl. Thank you for all you do. My question is, I'm turning 18 soon and I'll be joining the various dating apps because other ways of meeting people aren't really available right now. Any advice? The do's and don'ts of dating apps. Thank you. Ooh. Well, I am on a lot of... I've done my fair share. <laughs> I've done my time with dating apps. Um, and The tour da- dating apps. For real. I think the best thing you can do is put photos of yourself that you are having the most fun and like most genuinely you. Um, I used to be very like serious in how I presented myself and it attracted serious people who I was not interested in. And like yeah. fuck boys, frankly. Um, but like, then I switched all my pictures to be, you know, just photos of like me having a good time with my friends or not necessarily the ones where I'm the cutest, but you know, like a moment that I really cherish. And immediately pretty much I found people who were much more like, like-minded and interested in getting to know me. So that's my advice. That's really, that's good. You nailed I that. Yeah. Great Thank Thank yeah. advice. I don't have any advice. I was going to say swipe right when you like someone and swipe left when you <laughs> Just the rules? <laughs> yeah. Just a quick recap? The, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe they don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's very true. This next one is definitely a Jack for Jack to read. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Afternoon, J and A. I am a 27-year-old woman, and I've been dating my live-in boyfriend for three years, and we've just had a very productive, I think you, me, are gay conversation. A little backstory. I've always considered myself to be bisexual. I've always been attracted to women, but really scared of anything happening. I've only kissed a handful of girls, but when they want to make anything official, I physically and emotionally run away from them. I don't have any female friends, and I have a deep fear of girls. I've been a serial dater with men since I was 17, and during that time, I've been aggressively jealous of all women in my partner's lives. Only recently have I realized I may be jealous because I was projecting my own attraction and desire onto these women, onto my partner. Wow, really wild stuff to realize, especially while living with and continuing to date my current partner. During a recent conversation regarding my past abusive exes, my boyfriend said, why'd you date those assholes? And I said, I don't know, maybe because I'm actually a lesbian. And he said, yeah, I've thought about that for a while now. Mic drop. I never asked why he brought it up. And he was just like, and he said, or I asked why he never brought it up. And he said, like when during dinner, the thing (laughs) about my boyfriend is that he's also 27 and it's our first relationship and I'm his first sexual partner. We've also been through some serious shit together. Although we don't always get along, we fight regularly, we love each other like family, and he's really, really wonderful. Which brings up a lot of guilt. Like, why can't I just be happy with this man? I literally have everything I want, yet I can't seem to be happy. I think it's because there's a deeper root of my unhappiness other than he just leaves his shoes out all the time. So my question (laughs) is for you. How do I know for sure that I'm a lesbian? Sounds weird, like an insane question, but hopefully you understand. Two, how do I leave this relationship while still maintaining a friendship? 
And most importantly, three, how the hell do I navigate moving away from over 10 years of serially dating men to embrace my true self and move, move forward embracing women? Wow. wow. I love this question. Lots to consider. Yeah, a lot. I feel like three kind of answers one, right? Yeah, because you want to move forward embracing women so yes, you know you're yeah. a lesbian. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I also think I've had a lot of friends who are lesbians, <laughs> as we know, but I also have <laughs> lesbians who you don't know on the internet. And most everyone was actually serially dating men before they came out as lesbian, which I think is interesting. So I'm not saying that that's, you know, necessarily means anything, but it could be just a sign that maybe you will find other lesbians have had tough situation or similar situations with. Mm -hmm. I think also the only person who can answer question one is you, mm. not us. <laughs> um, and question two, I mean, I feel like Megan, you might know more about this than I do. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like when people want a friendship coming out of a relationship, then it's why I think asking yourself why is that the answer because or why is that the desire because if you want someone because you guys get along really well cool you can maybe be friends down the line but I think that right after a relationship something that's what three years yeah you've lived together you've been together for three years you know essentially everything about each other yeah you have like this unshakable bond but I feel like it's unshakable, but it's not unbreakable. Like, you need to break it Ooh. off right away. And then however long down the line, once you've worked on yourself and can come back together platonically, hopefully uh, in that time, both of you can explore a little bit more about yourself. And if you are interested in only dating women or not being afraid of women anymore, then really, like, confronting yourself about that. And then when you come back together then you'll know more about yourself and you'll be more confident in your skin to where you can meet each other on a level that you have right now. Does that make sense? Like you're on like the top of the world of connection. You got to break it down, rebuild. And then once you guys are both two towers, then you can kind of like wave at each other in the sky. I don't know why I speak in metaphors all the time. Like I could just speak English. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. You can also go to like uncoupling therapy. <gasps> I think there's a book called like Consciously Uncoupling. So I'm wow. sure that would be helpful mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. Yeah, if you awesome. have like this familial bond that you're interested in keeping. Yeah, I, th I th yeah. think that's awesome. And I also think you can, another point, how do you know for sure you're a lesbian? You don't have to know. You can still be bisexual mm. and date whoever you want, obviously. And then like, you know, maybe one day when you're like 80, you'll be like, actually, I am a lesbian and that's fine. Or maybe yeah. you won't. Who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't matter the label. Totally. It's about like who you meet and who you like. So just vibe, mm -hmm. vibe out. Yeah, vibe out. Just Megan, vibe out. thank you so much for coming and vibing out with us today. <laughs> it's been a gift to have you here. <laughs> thank you for making it easy to vibe out. This was so fun. <laughs> um, where can the people find you? I'm on the internet everywhere. Megan Batoon, everywhere. That's literally it. And then my podcast, okay, cool. which I had <laughs> Jack and Amy on, just a tip. 
will be out also. So hear them be serious. Awesome. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Amy Oddman. I'm Jack Dodge, and this is Dating Straight. See you next Tuesday.